stop being a bitch. You are nowhere close to your destination. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Nowhere Close for episode 15. I hope you all listened to last week's and got the bit of update on our life. Swim Shady and I are leaving the North Shore of Massachusetts and traveling a whole 201 miles west. To you Googled it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's 200 and what? One? One miles. Specifically? Yes. That's ridiculous. Okay. Um, so we're going to be making that move at some point once we find a place. We officially applied to one today. So fingers crossed that they love us as much as we love the apartment. Um, but we'll keep you guys updated on that whole venture. But moving on, we're going to do a little bit more of some sporty talk because I know how much you guys love having Olivia talk about it. Um, oh, yeah. Great so we're going to talk about the, again, MLB drama that I just feel like we can't get away from it. But the drama, so a quick, like, rundown for you, Olivia. So basically, there were two teams playing. One team was up, and they had bases loaded, and they had a batter up, and he swung on a 3-0 count, and he swung and hit a grand slam. So he ran everyone home, and they just, like, continued to rack up points against the other team. You're a competitor, and competitors compete. So basically, they were saying that there's unwritten rules that when you're up so much, like you don't hit it, you don't hit a grand slam. There's all this complaining about unwritten rules and people being like super upset. And basically, it was just super dumb. If I was a, yes, if I was a Rangers fan, I would be upset about that whole situation, but I'd be more upset about like at my pitcher if that sucks like that's on your team wait a minute okay i understand what you're saying now i was thinking about this i was like i don't fucking get what you're talking about then i realized so this has kind of something to do with it the one sport related show that i watch is uh last chance you and i think it was the first or the second season where they were up like big time over the other team and they like, I forget what they did, but they did something and it just like really shoved it over the top. And everyone was like, you know, you shouldn't have done that. Like you were just kind of like hammering at home. It didn't need to be done. You were already winning, like yeah. just necessary, which like I get, but at the same time, like, so if you're up, you stop playing well. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I understand like the whole mercy rule thing, but it's also like, first of all, a grand slam is super hard to hit like that's like not something that happens often like it's that like it's a grand slam you're gonna go for that that it's on your picture like if I was a Rangers fan I would be upset after the Tate's hit because my pitcher threw a ball that he could an absolute meatball that he could just knock out of the park on a 3-0 count like that's what I'd be upset about is that my pitcher doesn't know how to pitch fuck off playing poorly and you're losing and you to have the other team or person or whatever start like doing just like a mercy job, then what's, yeah. why are you guys even doing it anymore? Just everyone go home. Like, exactly. It's also, point? this was a young player. Like he saw an opportunity when he fucking took it, like shout out to him. But there was all this stuff, especially on Twitter about like the unwritten rules and for things that have actual rules written down, unwritten rules don't need to exist. Un they're unwritten because they're stupid 
And once you write them down, you realize how stupid they sound. Like, unwritten rule, if you're up, take it easy. You write that down, it sounds fucking dumb. That's yeah. why it's not in the actual rule book. That's why it's unwritten. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the only <laughs> things that need unwritten rules are games that don't have rules written down. Like, relationships. Doing, relationship. If you, especially in, like, the beginning of the dating stage, you're like, obviously, once you're in a committed relationship, there are, yeah, it's not it's a, a written rule book, but there's a rule book. Don't stick your dick in someone else. Um, so it had me thinking about just, like, what the unwritten rules of dating are. And I think in our generation, we've, like, totally fucked that because everyone has different definitions. I still don't understand when somebody says, like, when they say we hooked up. I don't even, I still oh. don't understand what that means. It could mean anything from we Frenched a little to he put it in the butt. Like, Literally. It could Literally. mean any of that. And anything in now, between. <laughs> when I say hooked up, though, I mean, like, had sex. I think it depends. Well, like, no, I, there was definitely a time where I said we were hooking up and it was on the pod and you were like, Oh my gosh, you, you like something like you got it mid hump. And I was like, no, we were just making out. Right. So yeah. Maybe I do say that. I think I use them interchangeably. Yeah. But I think more times than like, I think nine out of 10 times, I think. Yeah. I mean like boning. <laughs> yeah. And see if I said like, Oh, I hooked up with that guy. Like if I come home from a night out and I say, Oh, we hooked up. Like, nine times out of ten it's going to be we made out and maybe like yeah because you're not like fucking in a bar well that's also the context also context clues (laughs) like oh i hooked up with him i hooked up with him at the bar it's like i i'm fingers crossed you did not have sex with him if you said something like i hooked up with him in the bathroom then i'd be like yeah you're right i think context clues and um location play yeah yeah that plays a big factor but, but still, like, I think even with that, like, when you're hooking, the, like, what you say, like, if I say, oh, I'm hooking up with that person, we're not dating, I'm also, like, we're not even at the talking stage, like, I feel like it goes, like, hooking up, talking, dating, and then, like, a relationship. Yeah. But all I mean, of those stages feel the same, because generally, I mean, it depends, like, if you have, like, a strictly friends with benefits situation, that's different, but, like, if you go over a guy's house, you cuddle, you watch a movie, then you guys, like, hook up, and then you sleep there, like, that could be literally any point in that whole cycle, and you just have no idea. Well, so, here's the thing, like, up until, I would say, this past year, I would say I was hooking up with people, but, like, there would be people that, like, I'd go on dates with, but, like, we weren't, like, in a relationship and yeah. somebody had said something to me the other day not the other day it was like a few weeks ago <laughs> and it was like it was like oh yeah you know like I mean you guys like dated but it didn't work out and I was like wait you're like yeah I mean like, technically you did like, without being in a relationship like you can say like I dated that person without being in a relationship for some reason I feel like our generation doesn't think like that yeah like, literally you're hooking up or your boyfriend girlfriend like there's not like oh yeah i'm dating a few people like that's not i mean you totally can people do but i feel like we don't phrase it like that no but like i just recently started referring to like a a few people you know that i was hooking up with but also like going out to dinner with like as people i dated and i think that's correct because you you're going on dates with them and yeah I think it's a, our generation and I know like the hookup culture is so overused but it's very true and I think it's 
you know, with all of us, first of all, just like the means of being able to do it more, especially like college and like lax rules with some parents and whatever, like the hookup culture definitely bloomed. And then with dating apps and all that, like it's just so much easier, not only to hook up, but also see what else is out there that it's really hard to commit. Oh, like I'm dating this person. Because if I said that about someone, like that means like, I hope that they're not hooking up with someone else. We're going steady, if you will. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so weird. And we're also a generation that's like petrified of having that talk. I, I mean, I've told this story before, I believe, about like the guy asking me to be his girlfriend and how much it took me off guard just because like we didn't have any build up to that. Like we went on a couple dates. He obviously thought that we were dating or whatever. And like, and I get where he's coming from. Like he's not in the wrong on that. Like I'm the asshole on that situation. When he asked me, like, I was so taken off guard just because, like, there's steps of how things and how we've gotten used to things that, like, by someone actually doing it, like, the right way, I was like, oh, hold up, buddy. This is a little too serious. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at least all of my past relationships, no one, it was never, like, this sit-down talk. Like, it was literally just natural progression where, like, someone would just start referring to me as their girlfriend. Or I remember with, you know, my last boyfriend, there was one night we were like hanging out every single day, going out to eat all the time. It was obvious we were fucking together. And I just was like, yeah, so by the way, I hope you know you're my boyfriend now. And he was <laughs> like, what? I was like, yep, okay, let's go out to dinner now. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he was just like, what? And I was like, you're trying to tell me that like, you weren't like thinking that we were together. And he's like, no, I was, but like, I'm my so my college boyfriend he asked me to be his girlfriend I don't remember it at all because I had got my wisdom teeth out like the night before or two days before and so I was just like on a fuckload of painkillers and apparently he asked me I have no memory of it I only found out because he sent me a relationship on Facebook like once he because I was home like once he went back home um I like had a notification and I was like a notification and I did like him but I had no memory of it. And like, he knows this, like I told him about it and, like afterwards and we dated for a couple of years. I love that so. he sent you and- <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you have a relationship request. <laughs> um, and then the la my last serious boyfriend, it was like after a night out. And I feel like this is like usually how it goes. Um, and we had been hanging out for a while, but like not super, super serious, but serious enough. And then he was like, hey, like, blah, blah, ask me if we were together. And I was like, okay, what'd you say? And he was like, oh, I said that we're like 78% together. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I would put it at least like 82.7, some bullshit thing like that. And he was like, well, what if it was like 100? Okay. Sure. But like, that was it. And then I remember I was going to a Red Sox Yankees game with him and like his dad, because his dad had box seats. And I was like, I don't know how I'm getting introduced. Like, I remember talking to my mom on the phone and being like, what is he going to introduce me as? Like, I had no idea I was his girlfriend. Um, and then, like, two days later, he told me he loved me. So I was like, okay, I guess we're dating. Like, wow. I guess we're boyfriend and girlfriend. So, like, I, am, I never look to me to, like, know how to handle these things because – I'm horrendous. Like, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. I fall ass backwards. I feel, like, I feel like pretty much everybody fumbles. True. I feel like I particularly follow, fall ass backwards into relationships. Yeah, I don't know. All of mine were just, like, kind of natural progressions. Like, none of them were weird. I mean, I think it's, again, because, like, when you're, quote, unquote, hooking up with somebody or something, like, you just eventually start hanging out all the time and doing, yeah. like, everything together. And it's like, all right, we're fucking, like, 
we're boyfriend girlfriends like yeah like we might kind of know if somebody wants to like be with you right like you do and then you don't like for example there's been someone that I've been hanging out with for over a year now not not consistently but consistently enough that the last time I went and hung out with him like one of his roommates who I also know like pointed between us and was like what is going on here like this is ridiculous and I was like I know um but hey like that situation I have no idea like I'm comfortable where it is like obviously I think if I wasn't I wanted more I probably would have like I would have initiated the talk by now to be like yeah I mean to be honest you like never talked to him about you never talked to me about him like I don't I, if you said yeah we're like boyfriend girlfriend now I'd be like wait what the fuck like I think last <laughs> like, summer if I said that you'd be like okay yeah because we like it was like still the and like we would go on dates but now it's like freaking old married couple like that's what it, and it's so it's comfortable and it's fine but like I have no idea what's going on here <laughs> like this makes no yeah. sense to me at all I mean obviously it's it's over because I'm leaving uh but it's still like I said, never look to me to like understand how to navigate these waters because I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm really bad at it. Yeah. I don't really think I have any advice either, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think, but that's yeah. like, we're, we play so close to our chest about feelings that like, it makes it so hard to like actually play the game. It's such a nightmare, to be honest. <laughs> it's just terrible. I mean, just honestly, I saw, again, I saw like a meme or maybe it was a vine or a vine. <laughs> it was not a vine. It was a TikTok of this TikTok. girl like laying on the ground, laying on the ground being like, when I realized that I have to start dating again. And it's like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> like just the thought of having to start dating people again and like going on dates. I haven't gone on, I haven't hung out with another guy or with anyone besides for my parents or my brothers since March. Yeah, you've kind of, like, I have not. I don't know how I'm going to talk to another human. I mean, I can't say that you and I are, like, exceptionally stellar at that to begin with. <laughs> no, 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 I'm terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm the type of person that you could ask, like, you're like, hey, Kate, what's up? And I'll be like, good, how are you? I just, it, like, I, 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 my, it doesn't work the way it should. Like, unless I'm comfortable, my mouth, like, the things that get talked about up here do not make it out of my mouth. Like, yeah, I get, I get flustered very easily. Same. I, like, freaking Olivia and I are fantastic friends, and we still talk about the weather. We do love the weather. We do. <laughs> like, we talk about the weather a lot. We talk about the weather. Like, if you read through our, especially, like, our beginning of the day conversations, you would be like, okay, these are two girls that are, like, trying to become friends, not best friends who have no yeah we we literally like check in in the mornings about the weather I don't yeah know it's why. like it's like what's the weather down there oh it, it, the sun's starting to peek through good that means the sun will come out here soon like it's just <laughs> yeah I love that it's like oh like yeah it's good down here so it'll be good up there soon <laughs> well especially like we have like a larger group chat and like everyone it goes like Olivia New Jersey then someone like the Stamford Connecticut area then Rhode Island, then sort of like Metro West-ish Boston, and then me up in the North Shore. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is the weather that's coming. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> it's a nice little weather pattern we yep. do. <laughs> like when the power went out the other day, it was like, oh, do you have power? Yeah, I still have it. What about you? No, I still don't have power. 
Well, it was funny because that hurricane, so when that hurricane rolled through, that was when I was in North Carolina, which is like, it hit at like a cat two or three, whatever. It was supposed to be so bad. I mean, it was like, I mean, people did die. So I don't want to downplay that. Like it obviously was bad, but like compared, like for me, it other than, so I was sleeping the part of the house that I was sleeping in. First of all, we learned the house was not waterproof. There was water. I don't mean like dripping in. I mean, the ceilings were dripping. I mean, of long window frames that did not open. It was like gushing water. And like, it was very intense from that perspective. But other than that, like when we went to bed, so we had like a weird cousin bunk room and I was sleeping on the top bunk and all it felt like is that someone was having like really aggressive sex below me because the wind was blowing so much. Like it was just like a constant, like, you know, in college when someone's hooking up beneath you, that's what it felt like. So I was, you don't know what that feels like? I was never top bunk. My roommates never let me be top bunk. That's honestly, first of all, nice of them. Surprise, surprisingly nice of them. Second of all, well, I'm a danger. I'm a danger to myself. You're a danger to yourself. So like that was really well thought out. I never I've actually, I've never experienced someone having sex beneath me. I don't think. I mean, I, I just imagine this is what it's like. like. Yeah. It was just like a, a, a rock, like a little, like a good steady. Like if you were actually having sex in that bed, you would not have to do any, if you were in missionary, you wouldn't have to do any work because it was swaying <laughs> enough that it was just like, it would push it in and out. Like you would, it would be the easiest sex you've ever had in your life. So that's like basically all I felt. We woke up in the morning and it happened overnight. So that was phenomenal. We lost power a little bit overnight. That was it. The next day, sun shining, the surf was pretty decent. Um, it was awesome. The storm comes rolling up through and like, I have a friend that's like north of New York and he was like, I don't have power. Olivia, it was like, I was telling her, go home. Do you have snacks? Do you have water? I'm like, get the <laughs> Yeah, I was like, office. you know, I think it's fine. I think I'm just going to stay at work. Like the lights were flickering. I was like, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, do you have snacks, emergency food, water? And then like our friend, like our friend in the Stanford area, she had, didn't have power for almost a week. Like so yeah. it hit a lot harder yeah. up in like the, you know, tri-state area than it did in North Carolina. We're supposed to hit super hard. Yeah, that's weird, actually. We did it again. We went on a tangent about fucking weather. <laughs> God, see, this is the problem. We just, like, I, <laughs> I just, joke. I just love weather. <laughs> I love the weather. I joke, like my, one of my favorite movies and my two favorite movies that like I can watch over and over again are both like arguably B-list movies, but they're so good. And one is Twister. I used to pretend to be Helen Hunt. You need to watch it. I used to wear like a white tank top and jeans and like get in my power wheels and ride around and like run through the woods in my backyard and all that, like pretending to be Helen Hunt. I just thought she was the coolest. Like I should have been a storm chaser, but here I am working in marketing and trying to start a podcast. <laughs> Uh, I would never want to be a storm chaser. That scares me. Oh my God. I, even when I drive in storms now, I'm like, I could fucking do this. I could, <laughs> I, I could chase this tornado I could, down. <laughs> I could chase this. I could chase this. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, anyway, now you know how much we freaking love the weather. I mean, I just don't, I don't know what unwritten dating rules could be because the game constantly changes. It does. I would say there's like unwritten dating rules that like show you someone, I guess it's like what shows you someone serious, like not what you can or can't do because my theory is until there's a like, until you DTR define the relationships, you can do whatever you want. 
like I'll tr- there's instances where I try really hard. Like there will be times, of course, when I'm talking to my friends, I'm like, I'm just going to let his message sit for a while. Like I, I make an active effort to kind of leave, try to leave people on red for a bit. Why? Does it really matter? Probably so, not. But. I used to be that way. Cause it's like, oh, I'm so busy that I like, just didn't see your text. And like, I used to be that way. I've actually changed if karma like exists, like maybe like that's why I don't get text back or like, I don't get text back fast <laughs> because exactly. I'm being a dick. Um, and like, I don't like to set the precedent for that game, especially like when I started a new relation, like a new texting, whatever, like I just don't set that precedent. Um, you know, if I, if I see your text, like I'll respond. I also have a horrible habit of reading a text, re- doing something, replying to the text in my mind, and then letting it sit for five hours. But like, I also don't freak out if I don't get a text back within five hours. Like, I'm like, okay, I do the same thing. Like, I'm just, you get busy, whatever. Um, but I would say you, when you know someone's like serious about you, cause this has happened to me and I wish like I saw the warning signs ahead of time when they delete their hinge profile, I think that's a, like, yes. they're into you. Like they are very much into you. Like if you don't see them, I mean, granted they could unmatch you, but like if you're going on consistent dates and all that, and then all of a sudden, like they're not in your like messages, they probably deleted it and it, like, they're just really into you. Um, that's like, the or, only they one I, or they unmatched you. Yeah. But I feel like if you're like for I'm realsy, kidding. dating or like hanging out whatever yes it's annoying because it's all about like playing a game Mm -hmm. and you know i think as with anything the person who cares more is in the disadvantage what i meant to say was the person who cares less has an advantage that's a yes the person who cares yeah the less you care like and again hate that part of the game you know if i like someone or like whatever like I care about them like obviously not in the beginning because I'm not a psychopath I've tried I've worked really hard to like not be super closed off just because I have been that way for a lot of my life and protective of my feelings and all that so it kind of gotten to the point where it's like I don't care like I hate sitting around and being like putting my thumbs having these feelings and not putting them out there so it's like okay I either sit with these feelings and freak myself out or I throw them out there and either it leads to something or I freak them out and then I have my answer and we can move the fuck off yeah if you're feeling some feelings and you think that they're justified like don't after a week of talking to some guy you met on yeah yeah don't jump the gun don't do something that you would think was creepy yeah but like if you've had like FaceTime dates and phone calls and you talk a lot, like you can say, Hey, I like talking to you. Like that's yeah, an that's okay thing weird. to say. Yeah. You're not like, Oh my God, like I cannot wait until our wedding day. <laughs> that, that's a little weird. Like maybe don't do that. Hey, so uh, you think you want to get married. <laughs> yeah. Like just curious. Are you like more of like a countryside or like a seaside type of wedding? Oh my wedding? God. Yeah. That's the one thing you shouldn't do. I mean, even with my ex-boyfriends, we would never talk about getting married because none of them liked me enough to marry me. Um, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would definitely hold off on the marriage talk. People who are like, yeah, we, we talked about how many kids we want, like on the first date. I'm like, what the fuck? Do I think that should be talked about before you get married? 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, that's definitely, like, an inner relationship thing. Like, because, yeah, you don't want to marry someone who doesn't want kids when you want five. Yeah, that's That's going to cause issues in a, in a marriage. Like, that's a huge, huge issue. 
Um, but yeah, on your first date, I mean, I like maybe. I mean, like, I think it's also if you get the older you get. The yeah, more I was gonna you say like, older you get, the, the more you're probably like, I or mean, like I, I have kids. Like, is that <laughs> you should probably mention that? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I remember I met a guy out at like a bar in New York two years ago, and he had a daughter. <laughs> yeah. So basically. My thought is that unwritten rules should only exist when there's no rules to begin with. That said, uh, it's really hard to decide unwritten rules when every, like, dating everyone's playing a different game, so it's really hard to, like, I guess actual relationships, there's more unwritten rules, like, don't cheat. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't sign a contract that says you won't cheat, like, it's not, like, but you go into it knowing that, like, that's the general goal, unless you have that conversation and it's an open relationship, like, no judgment, do you? Um, dating, everyone's playing a goddamn different game, so there's no, there's, like, there's no unwritten rules, it's just as there's no rules. And to wrap that up, I'd like to say anyone complaining about the unwritten rules and wanting mercy and all that, like, you compete because you're a competitor, like, fuck off, yeah, like, suck it. let them compete, stop being a bitch. Stop being a bitch. So that said, we've had some conversations recently that involve like the post-Q teen dating. Um, I know there's a lot of us out there who are like starting to venture out, want to go get drinks. There's also a lot of like freshly single people because their relationships could not cut being stuck together for hours and hours and hours and hours (laughs) without any any release um so obviously there's a lot of new single people out there to all of you congratulations and welcome welcome. sometimes we sometimes make it sound terrible but i gotta say i'd rather be single for the rest of my life and be with the wrong person so shout to you for being single now and starting your quest for the right person 100 um but we've talked to like some of our friends and just poking around the internet and seeing that people you know re-entering the dating scene it's so weird because everyone has different like philosophies on how they feel like are they not even hanging out with friends are they into like mask on dates are they free to like do a normal restaurant you wear your mask and you take your mask off at the restaurant um so i know it's tough i think i got a really good text about that um maybe two weeks ago a guy that I've been on a few dates with before, he texted me and he was like, hey, not sure how you're like treating all of this, but like, I'd love to go out for a drink again. Like to see you again. Let me know what you're comfortable with. And I thought like the last line of that, like, let me know what you're comfortable with is really the crucial part of this because yeah. everyone does have different things that they're comfortable with. Um, and I get it's hard when you're to someone new like if you meet someone on hinge and you want to ask them out to drinks and all of that think of to yourself what are you comfortable with and just like throw it out there like if they're down to get drinks then like obviously they're down to get drinks but if like you don't want to be insensitive you just say hey not sure if you'd be comfortable grabbing drinks i think is like a totally acceptable yeah i mean i think you know prior to uh coronavirus like if somebody texts or a match with somebody on Hinge and they send me a message, a lot of people would start with the message with like, hey, want to get drinks tonight? 
like with no like talking or anything. I actually don't like that, but I don't like that. But there would be some times where I'd say, you know, sure, like I've got nothing to do tonight, I'll go. But definitely now I would say no, just because like that, I don't, that's likely, likely going to be a shitty date because I know nothing about that person like to start. And so like, yeah. do I really want to go meet some literal stranger? No, not really. Not yeah. Worth it. It's like, is it worth the effort? Like, I think, first of all, have some conversation with the person. I think that that's like totally cool. And if the conversation is flowing and you want to get to know them better, then you can say, not sure like what your comfortability levels are, but I'd love to get to know you more in person. Like, let me know what you're comfortable with and like happy to do that. Or, yeah, or just be like, hey, I, you know, like to hang out with you in person. You know, we've been having a good conversation. Let me know if you'd be down for that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think it needs to be that weird, you know? It doesn't. I mean, like, if I, you have- everybody, it's, everybody has to do this right now. You know, it's not yeah. like, it's not like you're special. <laughs> I would say if you have specifics of how you feel about dating, like, would prefer like a social distance picnic at a park, uh, then like, fr- like, throw that out there. Like, if you have specific that are like, you know, m- much more careful, like, sh- good for you. And just throw that out there because odds are if you're like on the careful end of the spectrum, the only more careful you could be is is not even meeting. Yeah, I think, again, I don't think it really needs to be as difficult as, you know, it seems, you know, if you don't want to be like going to a crowded bar with somebody right now, like, like, hey, so like, I'm not really comfortable there. You can even say like, hey, so I'm just being a little cautious. Um, I do want to like meet up with you, but could we do X, Y, and Z? They're not going to tell you, they're not going to say to you like, such a fucking pussy like you don't yeah. want to go to and if they do that's not something you want to do with like anyway. no one's gonna say that to you yeah um, actually that's a good point too is that if someone asks you to get drink like if you're just gonna message it's like hey would you like to grab a drink honestly like just google some places that first of all i, I don't know about new york but like nowhere in like the massachusetts area does bar seating right now so like you don't have to worry about that part of the whole thing and you could say like look up places that like you trust are doing the right thing and just say hey like yep I'm taking things a little cautious like um you didn't make a joke like oh still wearing my mask when I go on my morning walk something like make a joke of it yeah yeah, yeah. um I mean obviously like if there's one thing I will always support it's self-deprecating humor and like throw that out there and then like maybe make a suggestion of a restaurant or somewhere that you trust is a place that's good and you aren't worried about going there yeah, I mean, if you're on the cautious end of the spectrum, but you want to meet up with somebody, then just you make the plan yourself. And then, you know, yeah. you know, you don't have to worry about somebody, you know, offering something that you're not comfortable with if you're the one making the plan. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, if somebody asks me, like, I hate when guys do this, but like, where do you want to go to get drinks? I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick a place that I want to go then. Like, if you're giving me the option, I'm going to pick what I want. So yeah, if you have ideas of what you would prefer to do just say it I think it kind of actually goes back to lead you know yeah it kind of goes back to like the unwritten rules of dating and whatever and all the playing close to your chest and shit like that like if you have something to say and you have a plan or you have like you need to do something or you want to do something whatever like I think we'd all benefit a lot more if we just like said what we want like Girls get a bad rep for like never knowing where they want to eat. But I think it's tough because like it's 
first of all, it's a lot of pressure. Second of all, any guy who complains about that forgets the fact that they've probably dated girls before when a girl suggests where they want to eat and you go, actually, I don't really want to eat there. So like guys love picking on girls for that, but you shoot down as much as we say, Oh, I don't know. Yep. Do what you advocate for what you're comfortable with. Mm Mm-hmm. And if that, and again, really, no one's going to say to you, stop being such a fucking pussy. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, I get, no, one's yeah. Gonna, no one that you just matched with on a dating app is going to fucking say that to you. That's insane. <laughs> and again, if they do, you don't want to date that person that's to not begin even somebody, with. Exactly. It's not like, even somebody you want to go out on a date with. Count it as like, a blessing. It's be a fucking like, shitty date. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm telling I guess, you that. Exactly. Like, advocate for what you're comfortable with and respect what others are comfortable with. Like, yeah. It's a whole, this is a whole uncharted territory that none of us have ever had to deal with before. You know, everyone's in the same fucking boat. You can't, and also like places just kind of started opening up again. So it's not like some people have a lot more experience than others with this. Like it's just, it is what it is. Like, yeah, it's not like, oh, well, like I've been post quarantine dating for a while now. So I know what to do. It's like, no, we're all in the same boat. Literally. So I'll try and figure it out. Yeah, so I think that's that's really it, is that I, I think that honestly the worst thing you could probably do to someone during this whole thing, other than not respecting their boundaries of what they're comfortable with, is standing someone up. Mm-hmm. I think- That person probably didn't even want to leave their house anyway, like you. You know, like if I'm at a bar, or not at a bar, a restaurant waiting for somebody, and they don't show up, it's like, uh, so I put myself out here <laughs> in public for no yeah. reason. It's not like I'm begging for a reason to be out in public, sir. Like, yeah. I, I would have been really comfortable, like, not going through all the precautions to get here. Like, I would have been fine. So, yeah, yeah that, I guess three post-quarantine advice on dating. <laughs> Advocate for what you're comfortable with. Respect what others are comfortable with. And don't fucking stand someone up. Don't be yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Super easy. But it's kind of the same as before coronavirus. Just don't be a fucking dick. Yeah, Olivia brings up a good point. Don't be an asshole is a really solid rule on dating, post-quarantine, pre-quarantine, any point in time, video chat dating. I don't care what you're doing. Don't be an asshole. It's the best, best advice. I think if you wrote a rule book, number one, don't be an asshole. And it'd be like 1A, 1B, 1, because everything follows underneath that. Don't be an asshole. Yep. <laughs> um, so we're going to do something a little bit different today. We have a few we call him stacked up, but while we're not dating and we can't rack up a few more, we're yeah. actually going to mix in since if you follow our Instagram account at Nowhere Close Podcast, you've been seeing, we've been posting daily questions. And we decided it'd be fun to take the most controversial, which means the one that you guys DM'd us about and completely blew us up with either complaints about the percentages of how it was shaking out or just general questions. (laughs) This past week, uh, the one that caused the most, I wouldn't even say it was controversy, controversy, controversy. Wow, that's a hard word for me. It, It caused more like, confusion solely because apparently everyone's vagina works different which i know shouldn't be a news flash but this one it actually took me by surprise i had to do some googling about it so we've decided to take the most controversial question of the day 
and turn it into our question of the week. And Olivia and I will talk about all the responses and everything and debate it for you guys. Because we get a lot of DMs also asking for our opinions. So this past week, we posted, um, what would you rather have to do? So this is like both options are horrible. Uh, would you rather have shower sex without lube or beach sex without a blanket? Mm-hmm. And to me, it was a shoe in beach sex without a blanket because I feel like you can do like different positions. Someone brought up a, a lifeguard chair. Innovative. What a thing. Like that's a, a no-brainer. Um, but we got a lot of questions about um, why would shower sex without lube be so bad? Don't you just use the water as lube? Yeah, everyone was like, why does it, why is that bad? Like the water is lube. And it's like, just because water is wet doesn't mean that works. Also, like, and this started off, we got a lot of guys questioning it at first. So we're like, this is, these are guys. Guys are so stupid. (laughs) And then all of a sudden there were women being like, well, why would you need lube? Like water does the job. I understand. It blows blows my mind because wrong. Like (laughs) wrong. You were just, it's, that's not how that works. And, like, you guys have heard us talk about shower sex before, and you obviously know the weird thing that apparently happens with my skin. Obviously, that's a me thing. But this is one I had to Google, where, like, when you're having shower sex, if there's not lube, it's, like, it doesn't work that well. Like, it doesn't feel great. No, it's terrible. <laughs> and, like, it, like, like as soon as any, any juices, whatever gets flowing down there, if, like, granted, yes, if you're in a big enough shower or you point the shower head down, then, yeah, I guess you could have normal, shitty, standing-up sex in a weird tub situation. Like, that's not great for anyone. But, like, yeah, the water's not getting in the way. But, like, you cannot tell me that if you're saying water is lubrication. That's not how it works. No, it washes like, it away. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be like fucking somebody in your bed and be like, hold on, like, let me take this water. Yeah, you, like, like, yeah, yeah not water on it. <laughs> no, because it doesn't work. No, it makes like, everything squeaky and uncomfortable. Yes, it, like yeah, it takes it takes away all the slick. Oh God, it takes away the slipperiness and replaces it with just. It, yeah, like. That's the best way. That's the best way to explain it. Honestly, I swear to God that that noise has come out before while having shower sex. Like it, it creates honestly friction because it washes away the actual yeah because lubrication that you need. Yeah, exactly. Like because it's just it doesn't work. I don't (laughs) know. Shower sex sucks. I don't know if like when you're wet, it's like I don't really know what composites that, but water destroys it and it doesn't do it. So I was like completely shocked by but especially the women dms yeah that seemed weird to me so that's why i googled it and i threw it on our story of like what actually how that i'm not crazy. like we're not crazy this is not normal um like i thought as a every girl that follows us would vote like sex on the beach without a blanket yeah exactly Um, because like that's not guaranteed to be horrible you just like maneuver the correct way both of them are probably going to be terrible. Yeah, both, one could be worse than the other. <laughs> I mean, the whole point was that it was two terrible things. Yeah, to yeah. From. Exactly. Like, I wasn't giving you like, hey, would you rather spend a day on a tropical island or in a volcano? Like, that's an easy choice. Um, but this question and everyone's response made it seem like that was, it was like such an easy choice. Like, why would we even question it? Yeah, like, because you can just use water. Like, 
what? No, that's not yes. the way this works. Like, I mean, has, I guess like, I'm just so confused by these girls. Like, have you ever had sex and then like taken a shower and you're just like, you feel all slippery and gross. So you take a shower. Yeah. To get it to go away. Great point. Great point. You don't, like, right? you take a shower to get rid of all of that, like, post-sexiness. Yeah, like, all those bodily fluids. You don't take a shower to, ex- like, to make it more. To add to it. <laughs> you don't, you're not like, you know what would make this better? Water. I'm just really going to sploosh around. No, you t- <laughs> you take a shower to get rid of it. So yes. you can't tell me that that's, no. I mean, yeah. maybe the water where you live is- No, no. It's probably just, not. No. Wrong. Oh my God, wait, maybe that's why the weird semen thing happens though. Maybe because of the water here. Probably. I would say that's more likely than your skin. We're going to do some experiments with New York City water. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I told you that never happened to me before in my life. So I don't Um, know. I seem to be the only person on the planet. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, that, again, I'm just like still shocked by the responses on that. I guess it's not, it's shocked, but also jealous. The fact that you don't have to think about that, especially like I think about, you Look, know, all that, all that proves is those girls who voted that don't have a hard time getting turned on. Yes. And good for or them. Very, or don't have a hard time getting turned on like super fast and with like no issues. And continuous. Yeah. And can stay. I think it's the conti- can like stay like that. But yeah, I guess if you're a constant producer, <laughs> the gross way it's there's no if you're a constant it's like the fucking whap the i consider if you're you're a constant whap you're not a consistent enough whap to to continue to produce as the water washes away i guess and i'm like a little disappointed myself like i no i feel like those girls are mutants um no that's i mean that's why shower sex sucks like there's a lot of reasons why shower sex sucks but that that's one of the main reasons like i could name probably five reasons why and that's one of them we were talking to one of our friends who apparently loves shower sex she claims the best sex she's ever had was in a shower which is honestly mind-blowing in itself um and she's like oh i love when it starts in the shower and then we go to the bed i was like oh i hate that like what you're going to the bed covered like soaking wet in water you're literally dripping your hair is all like knotty and then your fingers are probably kind of pruney like how is that good oh my god that sounds terrible like, and your wet hair like it's yes. just like sopping everywhere like i'm not someone who just like stays out of the water like, could you imagine you're having you're like having shower sex and you get out and you continue having sex while you like towel dry your hair and then you move to the bed. i would honestly just like turban it up and be like, let let's go. It's staying on. Like I don't want to bed soaking wet. That sounds. Awful. Yeah, she's like, oh, when he just carries you out of the shower into the bed, it's like without a towel. What are you what? doing? What are you? <laughs> no, You're just don't wet do that. in beds. Ew, I don't like that. Like the, I'm like mentally imagining the feeling of being in my bed soaking wet. Literally wet hair just being like frictioned all over your yeah. bed. Yeah, gonna have like, like an afro at the end of it. I'm the type of person where it's like you do the shower and then they get out and then you actually take your shower. Like you, you wash yeah, your exactly. hair and like they leave. 
Yeah. Like I can't take a two minute shower. Like I've got things I have to do in the shower. Like I literally, I have steps. And they also they the use the six and one. And they, they, just, use the, they use the same soap on their face they use on their butthole. It's like- But on, on their hair. And you know what? They even put that soap in their mouth. Like it's just- it, Soap is lube. Shouldn't happen. No, don't, don't do that. PH. Don't do that. <laughs> like we got special pHs. I cannot- stress this enough do not do that <laughs> stay abstinent for the night rather than doing that literally don't do that you think you can use conditioner i would no don't do that <laughs> do not put anything up just find a, a nice if you're like worried about your lube being found and you want to use like a secret thing use a nice non-scented lotion like it works don't use anything Oh my god, another story. I'm full of them today. So I was hooking up with someone and um he had like whiskey dick, so it was just taking a really long time. And this is where my stamina was tested. It just like I also like it just I wasn't into it as much as I should have been. And so I kind of just like turned myself off and I was like, I'm so over this. Um and so he used I want to say it was like the Vaseline cocoa butter lotion. Oh god. Um my vagina lit on fire. It was, I had, I, we had to stop and had to get in the shower and like wash myself. It hurt so bad. Don't do that. Don't do that either. If you ever had a UTI, just don't even do it. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> a yeast infection? Don't, 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 don't do it. Like you don't want to suffer through that pain. That pain is unmatched. I think a good rule, would you put it in your, like, would you eat it? No. So maybe don't. I think that's a fine rule. No, because then you've got people who are like using whipped cream in bed. Like, don't put that up there either. You want to talk about like- Don't put food up here. <laughs> good lesson. So yeast infections, they eat sugar. So if you're using anything that's a sugar-based situation and shoving it up there, you are asking. Oh, like the people who are like, oh, just put like yogurt. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Don't. I'm just picturing someone taking like those, the bigger things of yogurt and just like sticking their dick in it and then throw it like still cold and just like throwing it in you. Don't do it. <laughs> just don't. Okay. Take away my, would you eat it rule? Because obviously uh, that's super flawed. Yeah. That's um, not good. That's a bad rule. <laughs> I guess a good rule Sriracha is dick. like if you're not turned on enough for the situation, maybe you should take a minute to think about it. Just and you can buy lube for like four bucks off of Amazon. Well, I was thinking you about like put the it young under animal. your bed. Like it's really not that big of a deal. Um, so anyway, if you have one of those magic vaginas that apparently works regardless of what's going on outside, good for you. Um, congrats on your WAP, WAP, whatever the fuck you want to call it. God, I had to Google what that meant when I like first what heard. It? I didn't like, wet ass pussy. Okay, what I thought. I didn't know. I didn't listen to the song. I think if I listen to the song, obviously you put that together real easy. Oh, yeah. Honestly, my favorite thing that has come out of that song has been the memes. But if you have one of those that's just a continuous faucet so you can have sex in the shower, no problem. Shout to you. I'm both jealous and just in awe of you. Until we hear more about your WAPs and other issues you have with our daily questions, please go like, rate, review, subscribe to our podcast. 
Follow us on Twitter at Nowhere Close Pod and on Instagram at Nowhere Close Podcast if you want to get involved in our daily question. I'm going to post one every night, or we're going to post one every night, so you'll get to vote, argue with us, all that fun stuff. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. All right, and again, that is it from us this week. And in a couple more weeks, you'll be hearing Olivia and I record together, and we cannot wait to share that with you. Have a good week, guys.